What's going on everybody, it's, it's Mr. Homan here with another episode This is a special episode of Rebel Nation Podcast We're located up here on the second floor, Career Center And I have some special guests with me, like I said, some dads Today being Father's Walk, so I have some dads here um, And they're ready to just talk and just have some fun and talk about being a father so what's going on, fellas? Let me introduce y'all first. I have uh, to my left, Mr. Marcus. I have Mr. Ward. And I have also, again, Mr. Roland. So say what's up, fellas. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> good morning. Hey, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So we're we going to uh, jump right into this thing, man. Um, let me ask y'all the first question. How do you define the role of a father in today's society, anybody can answer this. Anybody. How do you define the role of a father in today's society? It's very important that you play the role as a father in your child's life because there's so much going on in this crazy world. You, you have to you have to stay on them and teach them and let them know, you know what life is really all about. Mm-hmm. So... And my perspective is, it's very important for a father to be in their child's life because there's a lot of children out here that don't have their fathers in their life. Mm -hmm. And they're doing all type of stuff. They don't have no guidance. They don't have no teachings. Mm -hmm. You know, not saying a mother can't do a job as a father. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying a help of a father is very important in a child's life. Right. So would you so you said I heard teaching, I heard guidance, and would you say consistency? Consistency all the way. Okay. So those those are three roles, uh defining uh three roles. Mr. Yeah. Marcus? I, I, I agree with him. Like, me, I was a young father, I was a teenager, I had my first child at seventeen. Growing up, my father had passed when I was six, so I ain't had no uh, father, father role. Nothing, so I I just jumped in there by faith, you know what I'm saying? I just knew this is what a child could want, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. my girl had to go to school. I had to go to school so we could take care of the baby. So I stepped to the plate to take care of my child, you know what I'm saying? Right. She went to school. Cause mm-hmm. He went to daycare one day, and I, I walked with him. Took him to daycare and he was kicking and screaming and yelling. I'm like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? So I was like, that's all right. I was like, I'm gonna take care of him from here on out. He just turned 33 on the 16th, September 16th. That's one child. Mm-hmm. And I didn't came up with like, I got six kids. You know, I've been in their life all their life. You know what mm-hmm. what and like you said, consistency. It's like this father stuff never stopped. Your like job is never done if they're grown or older, right, whatever. It, it just don't stop. You know what I'm mm-hmm. All you can do is be a father and pray. You know what I'm saying? That's what you can't see, God can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I told my son, I said, don't think you're getting away with something because you away from me and you're doing this and doing mm-hmm. that up under my nose. But he don't know I pray for him all the time. You know exactly. And God see what I can't see. And he catch you right there. Mm-hmm. It's time, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So I believe in father. I, I believe in fatherhood. I've been in all the daddy walks, daughter dances, and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But that was like a purpose. 
it's like a purpose for me. I did a lot of stuff, box, play, football, everything, rap. But it seemed like a fatherhood for me. Mm-hmm. It's like my purpose because it seemed like that's what's still gravitating on me, you know. For sure. And I'm not. You would wonder where would your I'm kids really, be if you wasn't in their life. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's very important. I do know is I'm not giving up on my kids. Uh, you said they need the guidance. Mm-hmm. I see them going through these snares and traps with the snakes and all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, you got to be wise. I teach them, I say, you got to have some wisdom out here. Yeah. Well, that's life. That's part. life. Yeah. And they're going to look at you as that example. Mm-hmm. You know, I I pretty much kind of like fatherhood is multidimensional to me. Y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, first and foremost, I'm like the leader. Right. right? I'm the leader of my family and having the various and diverse entities of my family. Right. I raised my siblings younger than me. Mm-hmm. Right? I have seven kids. Mm-hmm. I raised them. Right. Now I'm raising grandkids. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm talking mm-hmm. about actually living in my house. Well, I can understand. <laughs> See what I mean? And then I take the responsibility because I didn't have a few siblings that have passed away. Yeah. I raised their kids. So mm-hmm. I have to step into that role. So it ain't just my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Right. And when we talk about those different elements of being a, a, a father, a parent, Mm-hmm. Right, we, we, you know, I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. right? I'm a consoler, mm-hmm. right? I'm a nurturer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I do all those things. You're a doctor, everything. All those things. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, we really have to, we really have to pay attention because there is a lot of pits and, and snakes out here in society. For sure, right? Yeah. And uh, so we definitely have to uh, be mindful of all that, mm-hmm. but also. We have to allow them to have the experience too. For sure. But so I, I, I want I want to go back to something that you said, Mr. Rowling. You said something about women being fathers and things like that. Do you, do y'all think as fathers? Do y'all think a woman can play the role as a father? And I'm gonna tell you why I ask that because because we know on Father's Day. You know, you sometimes you get some some women that be like, "Oh, Happy Father's Day to all the mothers" and stuff like that. Yeah. But on yes. Father's Day, you don't get Not Happy really Happy enough. Mother's Day to all the fathers. <laughs> Not because I don't think there's a man that wants to be a mother. Right. I think men want to be fathers. I want to be fathers, but at the same time, I had to play the role as a mother and a father. When okay. my children were born, their mother went straight back to work. Okay, I'm the one sitting at home feeding them. Changing them, taking care of them, mm-hmm. all their lives. You see, okay. so I'm more well, back to your question. That the question you was asking me about the mothers. I'm only saying that because my father wasn't in my life. Mm-hmm. My mother did the best she could as a woman to raise me and tried to raise me right. But I also had old school people in my life. Mm-hmm. I looked up to the OGs and had them teach me. The right way and the guidance, especially being out here in the street. Because, yeah, I was curious. Mm-hmm. I was there once being out here doing stuff that I ain't had no business doing, dropping out of school, all that. But I didn't grow up until I had my stepson and my first child. That made me grow up to be a man. Then I was doing things, hanging with different partners, doing things that, that I don't need to be doing. 
And then I said to myself, my kids is looking at me. Right. Straighten up. Do what I got to do to raise them because they looking at me. Right. And if I don't straighten my life up, mm-hmm. what you think they going to do down the line? Because cycle repeats itself. Right. You know, but it's up to us to change it. Because mm-hmm. if we don't change it, the cycle going to keep repeating. Mm-hmm. True. And yeah. see, I don't want my kids to grow up the way I grew up and struggled. Generational curses. I've been man. on my own since I was 14. No, y'all don't have to be that way. It's like I tell my son, even though me and your mother is not together, but I'm still in y'all lives, and I'm going to still be there for you, whether you're grown or not. Well, but you're going to respect me at the same time. Well, what you say about that, Mr. Ward? Well, I have a, a view. I don't, I don't think mothers could be fathers. Mm-hmm. I don't think fathers could be mothers. Right. Right? It's just a matter of being a parent. Right? Again, it's, it's kind of universal. If I got a child, you know, I'm on. I'm going to give them the attention that they need. Uh, I'm going to give them the nurturing, the caring. I'm going to give them the concern. Mm-hmm. Right? The love. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give them that. You know, and I think we as parents, mothers and fathers, we act actually do the same thing but differently right see what i mean and raising kids as as it relates to our children mm-hmm. right um i have i have uh, the majority of females i have the majority of daughters mm-hmm. right i got one son in my immediate family right my daughters want to emulate me more than my son do mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. of see course because I mean? they yeah. look at daddy anyway yeah. you know yeah <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and trust me, somebody come in their life, if they ain't comparing to daddy, yeah. they ain't gonna be bothered with them. I'm saying, I'm saying, what the hell? I mean, three, what you saying? They wanna be Mr. Wars, they wanna be Jeff's. You know, we we yoke, we yoke, we yoke, we yoke children. Right, for sure, man. So, what you, what you got to say about that, Mr. Marcus? Uh, me, you know what? Always had this saying. On Mother's Day came, I smelled barbecue ribs with chicken. Father's Day came, they was all bull. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the women, they they take your whole shine. Ooh. I mean, they take your shine. Ooh. On Mother's Day, you will see balloons and flowers and gift bags all around the world. Father's Day come, you just don't see nothing. I mean, I, don't, I ain't saying, I'm saying that on Father's Day, they don't give you enough appreciative, you know what I'm saying, at all. And you could be the best. Man, I got people in the world talking about, oh, you the daddy of the year. You the greatest dad. They huh. have me shirts. They do this. Say, they brother, I'm going to tell you something. I go through it toughly with their mother. I, I'm a 100% father, but I don't get credit for it. I'm, just because I'm not with you, yeah. oh, I ain't about nothing. You ain't going to get you know? they And it frustrates me because I'm there. I'm here. I could have been some dude sperm going about my business. But no, I chose to step up like a man and take care of a child that wasn't mine. Right. And mine as well. But I looked at him as he was mine. Because I raised him since he was eight. And now he's a teacher at Harvey Rice. You know. So I'm, so so with that, this that'll segue into this next question then. What challenges have you guys faced? And trying to be present, you know, for your child. And how did you overcome that? 
right. So basically, uh, my first challenge was um, was I got two kids. So I got a son. I got a son. He five. He live in Alabama. Now he lives in Alabama. And then I have a, a daughter that's three that I'm married with my wife. We have a child together. One of the biggest challenges I had was with my son and uh, trying to like establish the custody thing. Because in Cuyahoga County, technically, by law, you're not Mm-mm. considered a father unless you go and Mm-mm. petition the court yeah. to get, you know, custody of your right. child. Period. Which is terrible because in my mind as a young man who trying to, to trying to change the generational curse and be there as a father, it made a, a, a whole five years worth of challenges for me to even just say, I'm his dad. Like... Mm-hmm. It's one thing to get a DNA test and pay child support, but it's a whole nother thing to be involved in your child's life and like yeah. have a set schedule and yeah. being able to have access to records or medical records and yeah. you know all these different. You don't things. have access to yeah, these you don't things. Have access to these things and because it's up to their discretion. It's upsetting. Yeah, it's super up to their discretion. So, like I said, it took me five years, and my son is five. He just turned five in June. So, literally. To this day, I'm still in court for him. Like, mm-hmm. whether it's child support court, whether it be custody court, I'm still in court. So it's 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 constantly creating a challenge. And then him being out of out of the state made it even harder for me to have a relate a bond and relationship with him yeah. because even when he was born, I had to go through the courts just to see my child, and that that is what frustrated. And then calling for resources and trying to get child support to assist me or fatherhood initiative to assist me, I felt like there was no support. I didn't feel like it was real. I felt like I called the child. I called down the father initiative. They said, "Oh, custody court and child support court are two different things." Well, at what point do we start educating our young fathers that keep having these kids to say, "Hey, this is how you actually become the father of your child." It takes right. more than just a man to make a baby. You actually have to go through the steps yeah. of child mm-hmm. being the father. Um, but that was one of my challenges. Wow. Yeah, and I'm still dealing with that now because I want joint custody of my son. And I have no say-so, nothing. You know, I can't do more than I need to do for him because, you know, the mother. So what can we do to overcome that? I'm working hard at that because, like I said, I'm I'm got paperwork in now for the joint custody. And I figure if he's in my life, he will stop doing some of the things that he's doing. But as long as he's with his mother, he does what he wants to do. And that's not cool. And you just let him do it. No. No. It's not even so much that. You don't want to be bothered with him. Just like he's with me after school. She'll take all day. Now I'm on 10 o'clock. Come get him. Because you don't want to go to the store with him. You don't want to be. He's with me all the time. This is our child. This is what you deal with. Mm-hmm. It's up to you to correct him and make him respect you, but you don't do that. When he's with me, he know I don't play that. Right. So well, I have so, a, a slightly different view, y'all, right? Um, again, having an extensive family and, and raising, you know, from siblings to, to brother's kids and my kids, I don't, I don't pretty much let the systems define who I am and how I relate to the family, right? And I've been through all that stuff y'all just described, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't do that because that's meaningless to me. I who, I'm who I am. Right. On Father's Day, I'm my biggest fan. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? I'm that person. I'm that guy. You see what I mean? And and I do what I do. I ain't looking at for no validation from nobody else. Yeah. Because I get it from the kids. My relationship with with my children is the most important thing. Yeah, they show me. Mm -hmm. Just like I shared with you guys earlier. I got four daughters. Mm -hmm. And all of them be like, you you know, I'm my daddy's kid. You know what I'm saying? And that's the way and, you And I ain't getting into, like, because, you know, we all have our challenges growing up. I had mine, too. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was defined as some things, you know, mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's what they relate to. Yeah. yeah. So the challenge I have is to change that narrative with them. For sure. Because no point. I was considered to be, like, and I could just say it, y'all, a gangster. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I got daughters that be like, I'm a gangster daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Kids. Relating to that, yeah. I was, but they got the wrong idea. Right, right. They got the wrong idea. I want More you, so, you're OG. Yeah, you know but, but I want you to be. I want you to be <laughs> a, a woman. Yeah. I want you to be, you know, yeah, be responsible. Yourself, yeah. You know, I want you to get be successful in today's age. Mm-hmm. Not that. Yeah, because <laughs> right. I had to change that with my son. My older son, he want to wear his hat to the side <laughs> like me. You know? yeah. Cut that out. That's not true because if some guys walk up on you and ask you questions that you can't, right, then right. I don't want to see you get messed up. Go another way. Yeah. So those those curses when y'all say those generational, generational curses, curses, yeah. Mm-hmm. You no, know, those are things that that you know I look at being challenges to challenging to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the also one of the other challenges. And I'm sorry. Yeah. No. 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 Go ahead. One of the other other challenges that I did notice, because I, I get the best of both worlds, right? I got a son outside of my marriage, and then I have a child inside of my marriage. One of the one of the challenges I really learned, because my first child I was separated from for so long, it didn't really feel real. The second, my second child, which is my daughter, trying to co-parent in the same house how are you co-parenting in the same house you know what i'm saying because it doesn't work one person believes one thing because they're used to their traumas and another person yes. used to another thing because of yeah. their traumas we haven't now we at, at war yeah you know what i'm right. saying over yeah. the same child that we right. brought in together yes in the same house. yes so i think that even as even even as people we sometimes forget where the direction is with our with our children yep but you know our children look at that and yeah, they pay attention yeah. to what's going on like my daughter going to go tell mommy think, go tell her like my little son <laughs> what I don't like he tells his mother all my business and I don't like that he, he, my thing is this if you want to know my business you want to do why don't we stay together because at the same time we not together I don't care who you talk to who you see it's about when it comes to these children. And if we can't co-parent and work together for these kids, come on now, everything else is irrelevant. So I'm, I'm going to start with Mr. Marcus on this question then. What are the most important values or lessons fathers should instill in their child? Okay. My thing is, my most important thing to install in the kids is, Respect. I think respect take you real far. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Don't be a follower. Be a leader. Pray. I tell them 
I tell them a whole lot of things. You know, I've been out of penitentiary. I've been out. I got out in 1998. I've been sober. I'm in my 11th year. You know, what I'm saying. I try to teach them. Congratulations you know, on that. One. Congratulations. When you do better, the kids do better. Right. At the same time, all the kids looking at you. Even the kids that ain't your kids. Everybody looking at a time, you know what I'm saying? So you always got to shine that light and show something, you know what I'm saying? You got to show something to the kids. Because the other, you know what I'm saying, value, you know what I'm saying? You got to teach them value. Mm-hmm. Like I got, Morals. you know, me, I've been, I had custody of Charles Dickens, you know, Wooter Kane and John, I was playing football, you know, and I, everything I taught them, you know what I'm saying? It's just like went. They took their own direction. Same like me. My mother told me everything. Taught me everything. But she wasn't my father. But she was my mother, the only person raising me. Mm-hmm. And everything she's saying, and I look at it now, it was true. Mm-hmm. Said, All your friends want is a free ride. Lay <laughs> on grown trees. Mm-hmm. Our head make a soft butt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And all these things. <laughs> when I'm getting older, I was just talking to my brother yesterday. He's like, man, I hate she told the truth. Little self told the truth. Because that's all she knew at that time to tell us. Mm-hmm. I don't knock nobody for what they do. You know what I'm saying? I know how to forgive. So I had to carry nothing with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know how to take care of these kids through the custody. I had custody three years. John Adams, guess what? They cried to get back with their mom. I said, okay. Okay, I'm going to get y'all back to it. Sign the papers back over. Next thing you know, murder case. Uh, no, he had that murder case with me. But I'm saying he was in my custody, but he was running away and this and that. I had to file the missing reports and do all this stuff about nothing. Mm-hmm. All about I'm trying to be your father. You cannot have a father and try to raise your own self. You know what I'm saying? What I mean by that is not listening. Mm-hmm. What you got me here for? You're supposed to listen to me. That's right. At least to a certain extent, man, where it can get you out of trouble. I told you your friend's going to get you. Mm-hmm. And that's who got him. It ain't like I'm telling you a lie because I done been there. Yeah. But they think, yo, yeah, he dead. Oh, man, I done did a whole lot of stuff in the street, man. I'm trying to get you not to go that route. But if you, God give you free will, and everybody get a choice to make. Yeah. You choose to do this, who the win? Undefeated in St. Tim Crusaders, two months later, I'm visiting in the county jail. I mean, not the county, but the juvenile. So I said, look at this, man. Is you looking at this? I say, you just went undefeated. Now you sitting here incarcerated. I say, do you see where your life is going? You know what I'm saying? I said, in the blink of an eye, life can change for you, man, if you don't mm. stay focused. Yeah. Stuff going to happen. But it don't got to happen like that. Right. If you stay focused. And if you listen. I'm not giving you nothing that's going to make you out to be bad. And I ain't the dad that be like, hey, come on, let's go hit this lick and Hey, Dad, let's go bust this movie. Yeah. Let's go rob a bank, son, and all this. So I'm not into that. I'm a no-nonsense father, and I've been like that since day one. I don't play with nobody, and I try to keep them kids the same way. 
Yeah. Don't play with nobody because they're going to play with you. Mm-hmm. They're going to play on your intelligence. They're going to play your emotions. They're going to play with you. And once they see they can get that off, they're going to keep doing it. Then the next person see they can get that off, mm-hmm. now you're going through a swing of things. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's why I, I try to teach them these stuff. I try to teach them these things, you know what I'm saying? So, so Mr. Ward, so your, your question will be the same, but it, it'll be a little different. Simply because you're the oldest up here. <laughs> So I'm going to say, like today, you know, parenting, I think, is a little different. Still parenting, but it's a little different today with this generation. So what, what are some most of, uh, important value values or lessons you, you believe a father should instill in their child today? Today. Well, today, I think, and in, in, in the most important things for me is with, uh, with my kids' development, right, is for one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Right, I like to instill some integrity in them, uh, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and also um, the spirituality piece. Okay, right, and having and understanding that there are powers greater than ourselves. For sure, God in particular. Right to in uh, the power of prayer, um, but those are the values that I look at as a foundation for the kids growing. Uh, and and you know say what you know coming up me myself one of the main things is this y'all because growing up poor mm. dirt poor right I'd come to learn that the most important thing that I had was my word mm-hmm. right good and bad right I used to tell on myself I was that honest <laughs> you know if I've done something to you. <laughs> I did it. (laughs) My word was so important. And it also is the thing that got me some things. Mm -hmm. You know, if I said I was doing something, I did it. If I say I was coming back, I was coming back. Yeah. Right? Um, And I stuck to that. The word is your bond. The word is my bond, brother. You know? So, uh, and also just teaching them, man, that mistakes have consequences. Mm -hmm. Uh Right, those are some of the things I learned coming up, and they still apply today. Hmm. That's that's my next question, but but Jeremiah, you want to chime in on this since you want the one of the youngest fathers on the panel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind chiming in. Um, I mean, just hearing from both of y'all, I think both of y'all did a great did a great job raising y'all kids. Um, Again, I just love your kids to death. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm from this neighborhood, so when I see these kids, I've been knowing them since I was in Boys and Girls Club in 2015 when I came back from college. So it's just like seeing them grow, 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 just really just make me just. I think you know my like, son, too. I, I probably know all y'all kids for real, for real. My mom just graduated the oldest daughter. See? Yeah, yeah. She, she graduated out of high school. And, and I would say that, I would say that basically, like, for values, my kid's so young, it's so hard for me to sit down and have conversations with them. So I think that the the value of them is just understanding that you have a brother and a sister um, so that, you know, learning to protect one another. Because my mother passed when I was 15, and all I got right now to this day is my brothers and my sisters. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I take care of them. They take care of me. Um, Following directions, uh, that's one of the big ones, following directions, because when you got direction – it's going to get you to the end result. And when you don't have a direction, you just kind of just going free roam. Um, another one would be uh, being patient. 
just being patient. Like, slow down. Like, everything you do. I have a stepson, too. And I'm sorry. I didn't. I haven't spoke on him yet. But I got a stepson. He's 12. Um, you know, the relationship is there. You know, I've been in his life since he was eight years old. And, you know, I teach him the same thing. Just slow down. Like, sometimes you got to. He, he has a father, but he, he didn't. He don't have an everyday father. You know what I'm saying? And that's what yeah. we try to uh, and he teach don't he them. don't play sports, so he don't have no coaches. Open so it's like it's sport. like I'm his coach, I'm his dad, you know, I'm his mentor. Like but so have you okay, I'm don't mean to cut you off. Maybe hopefully does this doesn't happen when he gets a little older in his teenage years. Try you. That's the thing I'm looking at. Because my oldest son tried me. I knocked him out. But the thing is, he been bitter about that for so many years. And I didn't know that until now that he's older and grown, we having conversations because I tried to teach him certain things before he got older and got his first and yeah. about his business and left. Now he's talking to me because I, I, it hurts me because no matter what, you my son. I know you got a father, but your father got so many kids out here, he ain't take care of. But I'm the one that was in your life every day. And I'm glad he's talking to me now. I'm about to be a grandfather real soon. So that, that makes me feel good because I love him like I love my other boys. But I told him, don't let that take you out of your hookup with me. Yeah. Because it was just all a part of growing up. And a man let you know, like you were saying, respect. That's all we ask for is respect. We want you, if, if you can't give us respect, you can't give nobody else respect. Yeah. That, and that's literally, as a teacher, when I was a teacher, um, that was the first thing I, I said when I walked to my, my classroom was, respect me, I respect you. If we break respect, then we have nothing. So I, I teach that as a value, and that I think that what you said is is very important. Um, people, people at times sometimes that we forget that our, that we were kids once upon a time too. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. we got to think about the things that we did, and then we got to think about how we put them to our kids. And then you got people that live through their kids, which is a super wrong thing. Yeah. But you got people that live through their kids, so they think it's okay to teach them. Oh, well, I cussed at seven years old, so I'm going to teach them at seven years old. No. Oh, I had my first drink at 14 years old, so it's I'm going to teach like them now it's hard for us to old. discipline our children. We can't whoop them. You can't whoop we, them. You all can't, the things you can't we used to get them. back in the day, we can't, can't do that. Joint. It's abusive. Yep. But that was our way of keeping our kids in line. But nowadays, we had to go about it different. So instead of me putting my hands on my child, which he's big, but I still let him know, mm -hmm. I put you down. But I try to talk to him. Mm -hmm. And I sit down and talk to him calmly and let him know this is what it is. One of the, and this, this is my last one. One of the most important things I taught to my stepson, to my stepson, mm -hmm. when, I, when his father first came to my house, because mm -hmm. I said, I want your dad to come to my house. I want him to see where you live. I want him to know where you live. I want him, I want him to know that. Be the man, the man. I want him to know that exactly. I want him to know that we are men, and just like women, because women will do this to men any day. They call it call the next baby mama. Call the next mom. Hey, you you know Tony. Da, 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 da. No, come pull up at my house. Let's fix this four wheeler together. We got his son out there. 
Oh, I want you to know that me and your son, we cool. I told him, you know, take the trash out. He refused to take the trash out, acting lazy, it's you know. Woo, 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 woo. And then, I, and then after all of that, right? I say, I want you to know that men can do the same thing that women do sometimes. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to this relationship bonding, you the only person that's in between me and your dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not your mom. Your mom had you, but your dad is your. That's your father. Like even if I didn't have my father growing up. So I know that when I seen my father, it was like, dang, that's my dad. Yeah. Even though he didn't, he wasn't there, I still had to respect him as my I father. I still respect him. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, even though your dad not here, my guy, and I'm here every day, I still want you to respect him and respect me. And one thing I don't like that women do, <laughs> regardless if that father's not in the life of another man, stop talking down on that man. Yep. Stop saying he ain't this, he ain't that. Because that child grows up in his mind, that's what it is. And my, and my stepson don't have a clue right now. When I say he don't have a clue, he don't have a clue that his father ain't this or ain't that. I love it. I love it because I just say this. Oh, you 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 know he growing up now, so he at that age. He, well, he twelve, so he about to be thirteen. So he at the age now where he like starting to feel himself a little yeah. bit. But he still stink. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like oh, you want some shoes? Well, you can't get no shoes if your shoestrings untied like that. Because if I buy some new shoes, all you're going to do is dog them. You or, know or you don't do these chores around here because, yeah, you live here too, but you got stuff you need to do. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, and see, his mother always instilled in me, well, if you buy yourself something, you got to buy him something. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool, but you also got to earn, earn stuff it. too. That's right. See, and, and so a lot of people are babying these young, right. these yes. young kids, whether it be, whether it be women, girl, young girls, or young young boys. People are babying their children hmm. nowadays, and that that's why they have this mixed concept of yeah. I'm an adult and I could do what I please mm-hmm. because I'm gonna get what I want mm-hmm. regardless. And so you know everybody just got they everybody just got their hand in the in the pot to try to pull these kids to uh, to I don't know that to greatness to greatness yeah like yeah. To, to the direction that we're trying to get them to go because as of right now I mean I was an educator for ten years and as of right now you know I no longer want to be in education so it's just like. <laughs> Come on, you know what I'm saying? But that was that was that's the end of mine. <laughs> so how do we how do we as fathers um navigate differences in parenting styles between you and your partner or co-parent? How do we navigate the differences? Cause obviously, you know, sometimes just like as Jeremiah just said, you know, you how do you co-parent and you live in the same household? You know, well, you guys should kind of be on the same page. But so how do you? Well. How do we navigate through all that? See, I, I, I personally just see. I basically, um, I personally use a lot of like text messages, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and I say that because and I and I use text messages because it. The conversation sometimes can be easier in a text message than it is on a phone call because in a phone call you get a yeah in a phone call you get a whole left opposition. <laughs> oh, you know such and such. Then they want to talk about everything else other than what they're supposed to be talking about. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's use uh, okay. So like every uh, with my son living out of state. So my son live out of state. Um, Every quarter, basically, I do like a you know a visit or everything. You know, he comes here or I go there, and uh, a lot of the times his mom want me to come, want him to come here. Like mm-hmm. she don't want me to go there and stay down there and try to you know do everything. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> probably so. 
<laughs> you know. But um, so you know, so she'll be like, "Oh yeah, you know, send him up here. We'll do." If I had that conversation on the phone, oh my goodness, it's gonna turn into, "Oh well, he need to go see his 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 uncle and his uncle in Cleveland, and then I was supposed to go drop off somebody in Atlanta, and then I gotta do this, that, and the third. It's very simple. Send a text message. Hey, I'm coming to pick him up. Make sure he at the airport at this time. Woo do woo do woo. Done. Okay. Yes and no. Very simple. And then, and then I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. When I when I'm in the house, sometimes when I'm in the house, sometimes with my wife, I had to send a text message like, "Did Lily eat today?" Mm. Because you know what I'm saying. Like I need to. Sometimes you gotta have it here because she'd be like, "Oh, I ain't say that. I ain't say that she didn't eat today. How you eat today? And she ain't eat today. So you sometimes you gotta be a little. It, there's this thing that we study um, when I was in the district. It's called the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, it's like be proactive, begin with the end in mind, put first things first, think win-win, seek first to understand, then to be understood, sharpen a saw. I'm missing one. I'm missing one. Y'all know what I'm talking about? <laughs> All right. Franklin Covey, he, he wrote a book. Franklin mm-hmm. Covey wrote a book. It's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I ask everybody to read this book. It teaches you basically how to manage your emotions, this, your circle of control, like with things that you can't control and things you can't control. And then the things you can't control, how to let them go. Um, because a lot of times people get dependent on, on on us. They get dependent on us. And then we get we get so we get so frustrated and flustered with with everybody else's responses that sometimes we shut down and then we can't we can't solve nothing. Sure. You know what I'm so so once you fluster and I'm flustered and we having the same conversation, it's like, all right, one of us gotta be at peace now to make some sense of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like every day or when she call, I know what you're going to say. She hate, I get right to the point. Okay, I know what you're calling for. You're calling to see how was this day in school, this, that, and other. Everything's cool. You get upset with me. You want to holler. Like the other day, I said, I'm not your child. You're going to tone that down. Or I don't have to say nothing to you at all. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. In order for me to keep my blood pressure down, because I'm a type 2 diabetic, me not having a stroke, I have to cut it off. Mm-hmm. I have to stop saying anything to her. Like I tell myself, bye, son, I love you. I'm gone. Because the more you feed into it, is the more that makes them happy. And you can't make people happy. So <laughs> I have to just cut it. Right. Well, I have... Uh I have this healthy relationship with myself. <laughs> well, you know what? I have this healthy relationship with myself. Check this out. And, and, and having that healthy relationship with myself, right? I don't want no drama. Like you say, I'm the oldest one here, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't have many left. I'm on the second half. So ain't no drama, right? But as it relates to what we share together as parents, right, and the challenges, I look at it, I look at it in a way because it's just not me and my significant other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a whole lot of other influences out here sure. that mm-hmm. impact the kids, right, yep. our, our children, right? So having this healthy relationship with myself, I want for you what I want for myself. So mm-hmm. with the love, the, the caring, the concern, the, the nurturing and all that stuff, that I have for myself, I want for you, mm-hmm. everybody, right? So we're going to have a healthy relationship. Okay. Now, 
uh, earlier I mentioned, I don't, systems don't dictate mm -hmm. how I feel. So I'm going to do what I do. Those elements of healthy health and wellness mm -hmm. that I have for myself is what I'm going to give to my children. That's right. what I give to my children. And I think that diversity is great. So their experience, right, where with, with my significant other, with my wife, is different from mine. She's going to respond. My granddaughter respond to me a certain kind of way. She respond to her a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and it's all about her growth. Mm -hmm. It's all about her growth. So being exposed to all these things, and the biggest, the biggest challenge is not my wife. Well, she at the age now, it's her peers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's society that's influencing this. For sure. This, oh, for sure. this animal. But, you know, but, but, but looking at the progression, though, mm -hmm. you know, looking at the development, man, is so raising our kids, man, that whole process, it, I'd be amazed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm so, like, I like what you said because they, they gave me some encouragement to – Make myself happy. If I ain't making myself happy, I, I can't. Can't spread you know, for it out. Sure. You know what I mean? And see, I've been stressing a lot lately with the little things I'm going through at the moment, and I got to come out of that because you know people will, will push that button, man. And, yeah. But it's only to let you, and I ain't right. trying to do that. I'm trying to be here for my kids. And, and if see. You don't take Hey, I, I, I swear I posted air. I said that when I was when I was born. If I don't take care of me, y'all, I can't take care take of nobody. Yeah. That's, right. that's, right. that's good. That's that's good advice. So we we winding down on times, but I, I do have yeah. a couple more questions. Um, um, in what ways do you guys feel the role of fathers has changed or evolved over the past few, I'll say, couple decades? How do y'all feel that that being uh, fathers has changed or evolved? Uh, I feel like I feel like when you like you can see it now. Like if you come to school and they have a father and daughter walk, how many, I know this guy more than four four children in here. Mm -hmm. It's a whole school, mm -hmm. and where the fathers at? You know what I'm saying? Half of them they did. They're in jail, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's a lot of it's a lot of fathers incarcerated, and it's a lot that just don't want to be bothered, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they don't want to put the effort, they don't want to put, put the work time, in, man. you know what I'm saying? I believe this. What you put in your kids is what you, is get, what out. you get out, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I tell my kids, whatever you put in something is what you get out. Like, if you put in poor behavior and stuff when you go to school, you Bad practicing, you want to put poor practicing if you're playing basketball, football. That's what you're getting out. You're not cheating yourself. Mm -hmm. Through this life, you're mm -hmm. not cheating yourself. I try to teach them that. I say, man, look, you're doing a push-up and you want to go down like a bunny ride. I said, you ain't got to do that. Don't cheat yourself. Just do two good ones. At least mm. they good. At least they right. Quality. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's, about, it's about that. You know what I'm saying? And, and see, I'm just different because I've been a father since... Day one, you know what I'm saying? So I really, I just been that dad since day one, man. I've been a dad since I was 17. Never looked back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Never looked back. Mm -hmm. But this day and age, you got you can see it on the news. 
father and son in jail for murdering somebody over here. Like, why would you take your child on a mission with you? You you're thinking about what, what's that? The DC sniper? That, how he took him. The stuff that happened. Yeah, people. you know what I'm saying. Bad and, influence. And, and, and bad influence, just like he say. And the kids ain't got no guidance. They really don't know nothing. To God, they gonna do what you. They gonna do exactly what you showed them how to do. Mm. Well, it's a lot of yeah. It's a lot of uh, confusion. That's I think. I think it's a lot of confusion. And yeah, but uh, I think one of the biggest things that changed is the way we discipline. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it, like he mentioned earlier, you know, you can't whoop your physically. Discipline your child no more because back in the day, you know, everybody was getting touched. Mm-hmm. Right. Even in schools, we was getting touched. <laughs> oh, I got See touched. what I'm saying? Adults. Yeah. We was matter. getting touched. You know, as far as far as Child's assisting thing. with the directing of our kids and, and making some changes, so that's that's a that's the biggest challenge. But I think uh, everything else, really, for real, it, it has remained the same. Okay. You know, it has remained the same. We just got, I think as a society, we have different challenges, though. Okay. I think right now, though, everybody just trying to make moments, man. I think life's short right now. So everybody trying to create that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to have this moment with my kid because I don't know if it's my last day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, teaching your kids how to fish, like, that's one of the biggest things. I didn't learn how to fish until I was an adult. You know what I'm saying? Looking for a father figure. So somebody was like, hey, you ever been fishing before? Oh, no, I always wanted to go fishing, though. All right, well, let me go take you on this boat in the middle of the water. I got seasick. Like, oh, I'm so seasick. (laughs) You know, learning how to fish. But it was like, all right, you know, I'm going to try it again next time. I ain't catch not a fish that one time. Mm -hmm. Went camping for the first time as an adult. Went camping. Went fishing for the first time as an adult. Uh, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that I've done just the first time as an adult. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, man, like. Where was the people at that need that was supposed to show me this right. before? You know what I'm saying? And then I look around, I'd be like, they dead? Are mm-hmm. they in jail? Are they gone? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like everybody just trying to create that that moment. Then you got social media. So social media big. And like I feel like kids almost don't even feel like they valuable unless you showing them off on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, for some kids. So it's like, oh, my mom and my dad. They don't post me, so they don't care about me. Or and, and I, I only reason I'm saying that is because I'm on thir- I'm 32 years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And my nieces are like, I, I got a niece that's 18. Then I got my nieces all the way down to like 12. And if they mom don't post them on social media, they have a whole conniption, man. Like mm-hmm. they have a whole conniption, a whole different. Oh, I put this outfit on and you ain't even post it. You mm-hmm. know, so everybody just trying to recreate that moment. You just got to create that moment with your kid because you never know when it's gonna be your last day. Yeah, one of the things that I hear talking to kids, this generation, they they always say that parents don't understand, parents don't get them. And that's why I think this this question is important, you know, as far as fathers, uh, how has the role of fathers changed or evolved in, you know, in the, the past few decades? Um, like I said, a lot of kids always say that parents don't understand. And I think we sometimes, and I'm just speaking from my perspective, think sometimes we we tend to be one way it's just like you know since we have coach sitting in here i'm sure he can attest to this too you have different players you have to make adjustments 
based on what's, what you're up against. You have to make adjustments. So it's the same thing when, when it comes to parenting because of things that you are faced with and because this generation and societal influences, things like that, you have to make adjustments as parents. We can't just be boom, 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 hard like this all the time. You know, I was raised by a single single parent, a single mother. My mother was hard on us. You know, it was three boys and two girls. My mother was hard on us. But one of the things that I did when I became an adult and had children on my own, I didn't raise my mom. I mean, raise my, my children the same way my mom raised us because it had to be an adjustment. You know, it was less hitting and more talking. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think we have to consider those things when it comes to our kids and not always just being do as I say and exactly what I say and that just be it. It can't do that because I think sometimes we can lose children. Maybe not at that moment when they're children, but when they become adults. Sometimes they don't want to be around you. They don't want to have a relationship with you because of our parenting styles and skills and and uh, our our you know uh, uh, in consideration of wanting to change or evolve as far as our parenting is concerned. I, I, and I think you said something real key um, because you mentioned parenting styles. Mm-hmm. So when I say that that you know they always been here, mm-hmm. we always spoiled the kids. Right, we always had disciplinarians. We always had it. it always exists. It's always been always. Cause yeah, cause they say they're you know they ain't nobody wrote no they've written books on parenting now, but ain't no perfect. Ain't no perfect. <laughs> sure. Ain't no blueprint no to being a perfect parent. So we've always had the diversity, man, that existed, right? And and we always gonna have it. Mm-hmm. Because society challenges, man, just for living in society today is so much, so much going on, mm-hmm. and we always gonna have people going to jail. We gonna have people going astray. We gonna have people going to church. I mean, all the institutions, right? So even when we talk about, you know, the kids, listen, I worked with kids, mm-hmm. right? I worked with kids, and and recently now I worked with kids for the last twenty years, mm-hmm. right? And what I find amazing is this. Today, I've been at a couple of functions, mm-hmm. and I see familiar faces come in, and they come over to me, and they be like, Jeff, right? I had this kid when he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Now he's an adult. But evidently, he remembered. For sure. feeling. You see what I'm saying? And it's been happening so it's been happening so many times lately. It's just about impacting and being effective. Indeed, and indeed. That, that that show you. Go ahead. My thing, my thing about that too. Like, I got six kids, two step kids, all together, like twelve grandkids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That I've been in a life all their life. You know what I'm saying? I go through the diversity of. Raising all these type of kids, you know, all these kids mm-hmm. with different personalities. Oh. And like you say, you got to know how to adjust. Mm-hmm. You got to know. You got to know how to play the kids. You got to know how to. You got to know how to. If you just ain't got. If you got a one track mind raising kids, it's not going to be effective. Mm-hmm. So with this child, I got an open mind. I got a shiny. I got to have another open mind. I got Wooter. I got another open mind. I got all these kids, and I got to have an open mind. Because like you said, if you, 
You don't want them to grow up and you pound them. Because, you know, when kids grow up, they don't understand about... Like preacher kids. Right. Mm-hmm. They got resentments. They got all type of stuff built up in them. And if they don't talk to nobody, it stay there. Mm-hmm. I teach them how to talk. Talk, you know what I'm saying? They ain't going to tell me everything. Don't be afraid to open up your mouth. I to squeeze something yeah, out of them the best I can. Yeah, hey, come on, talk to me. I'm, holla at me, you know what I'm saying? If you got garbage inside, you know what I'm saying? You got to get it out because it's going to carry it with you. And that mm-hmm. way I told her, Shiny, because she you know she got anger and, and mm-hmm. she doing better. She is. She looks She's doing like a whole she... lot better. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, she is a firecracker. I'm saying right at the parade. I taught him how to box. I told him. I said, don't go out there, start nothing. Mm-hmm. But they, they was getting suspended every week, every <laughs> yeah. day. I'm talking about, it was problems, man. I'm talking about problems. Call them every day. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and this is what I'm saying is, you want so much for the kids. I do. I want a lot for my kids. Like he said, I want them to be better than me. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't even be your. I wouldn't be in your life if I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Sure. I love y'all dearly, and I show y'all that. It ain't like a lot of talk. I'm talking. I'm walking the walk. You know what I'm saying? You so you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The kids know what I'm talking about. And like this is this how I get them. You know what I'm saying? Cause I got four girls and two. You know what I'm saying? lot you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I gotta always have an open mind for this child and an open mind for that child and they all on different stuff mm-hmm. and they they get it with these other kids the kids they ain't got no respect and you know everybody ain't been installed good values and all this stuff you know what I'm saying sure. maybe other kids parents ain't really caring or stepping up to the plate but Right. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I say y'all, yep. y'all special. Y'all got a father. You yep. know what I'm saying? Damn, they're barely rare. You know what I'm saying? That too. You know what I'm saying? I ain't knocking nobody else, kid. If, if like they friends and stuff, man, I used to take them to school. Like John Adams, I, I get wooed and all his little football kids. I take them to school. I always talk to them all the time. If I gotta go pick up him and his friends, the AJ Rickall, I'm always giving them a. I'm going to give them a talk. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because, you How know, y'all going to do today? You know what I'm saying? How y'all some been? Of them you know what I'm saying? Don't have nobody That's to what give I'm them saying. So, like me, I incorporate my life more than expand away from my kids. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it's other kids that don't have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want yeah, the mother yeah, kids. Yeah. Right. The yeah. other kids, then they, they start. You know what I'm saying? You don't want, you just want it like kind of smooth, equal. Like, if you got the, if you got the patience and the, and, and the humbleness to, Talk to the other kids and show them something yeah. too. That's a plus sign too. You know what I'm saying? You really don't want to leave no kids hanging, even no, though you can't save them all. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna be able to save them all, right? But you might can get one. And I just two. wish we can go back to the guidance to where you had other people step up. Yeah, but not these days. They, they just like took, this shit. They pulling out pistols. You know, and you my mother went away. Try to check this kid. I was like, I'm like, man, shit. My grandma. You gotta be wise now, cause it took a lady that I didn't know to make her my grandmother take me in over her grandchildren and help raise me too. You know, and that's a lot of things we don't have no more. So, so, and in closing, and this is a two two part question. In closing, let's. 
and and try to sum it up in like 15 seconds <laughs> but <laughs> what advice would you give to a new soon to be father about you know the journey of being a father and also what legacy do you hope to leave for your child timing is one thing you got to spend that time with mm-hmm. and if you can try to show them something better than what's out here in these streets cuz see they glorify What's going on in these streets and what they see. But what they see <laughs> ain't glitter or gold. Right. Sure. Mr. Marcus? I'm, I'm going to tell a, a, a first-time father, hey. For one, like me, be a father is a big responsibility. And, and love your child, you know what I'm saying? Take care of him. Do everything. Do everything you possibly can. And sometimes you, even if you ain't with the girl or whatever you grow up. Still be in their life. Still be in their life, you know what I'm saying? Because no matter whatever you do. These kids is dying every Don't give up day. on your child. No matter whatever you do, don't give up on your child, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. Because God ain't never gave up on none of us. They get so what do you right to give up on somebody else? And you can see these young men that's out here now. Love them. They so-called kid boy. Out here still in these cars. You <laughs> can tell they ain't got no guidance. Yeah, oh, that's phenomenal. You know. So I would uh, I would share with a, a, a new father is to be patient. Mm-hmm. Right. Be caring and loving. And always remain open. Right. And humble. And humble. All right. Since I'm the youngest father in the room, I'm gonna say, uh, be realistic, be in reality, man. Be in reality mode. All that, all that fantasy stuff about being a dad. I mean, it comes, it comes in time. It comes in time. But you got to handle the business first, and that's about organizing your life in order to take care of them. Because mm-hmm. uh, I had to make a lot of changes in my life in order to be the father that I am today. Uh, right. And then um, just, you know, I mean, no matter where you coming from, check check your county laws, man. Check your county laws. Check your laws, man. Because you would think you you would think you daddy and next thing you know, your kid gone. So just you, you got to you got to be smart, man. Stay sometimes stay out, stay out your feelings sometimes and, and do the do the, the mental work that's needed to, you know, what I'm saying to make sure that you can. Could be a part of your child's life because the the world ain't playing fair when it comes to these kids and and you you know if you really trying to change general generational curses uh, you got to start you know setting things setting the path for your kids before they before they born um, and 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 then set the tone from once they're born you know life insurance you know uh, life insurance big one um, you know what I'm saying making sure meta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and lean on the fathers that's around you. Lean on the fathers right. that's around you because if you in a group and you got you and you in a group of people that have children, they don't take care of their children. You shouldn't be in that group. All right. 
You shouldn't be in that group. And if you is in that group, you need to tell them that they need to be taking care of their children and trying to help them. Y'all need to be coming together and work together. Try to try to get to those kids because the kids is what's matter. You don't want nobody leaving you leaving you stranded, so don't strand your kids. You have something? Don't forget to be and don't forget to take care of yourself. Right. Be the best person <laughs> Self care, man. So you can take care of other things. Self care. Uh what what I would leave what I would leave for, for soon to be fathers, uh is is grace that's a a very strong word grace you have to give your children grace um you you can't uh punish them for every single thing that they did you know um sometimes you have to give them grace and allow them to make mistakes in order for them to build their character and the legacy i want to leave uh for my child is definitely to be better be better for what you had be better than what you had. That's the legacy that I want to leave. So uh, however it is that we are as fathers, when they grow up to be parents, be better than what we were. Even if we were good, try to be better. And to me, that's a building block and it'll continue to to build. So that's the legacy I want to leave. Man, this was fun for me. Um, I enjoyed you gentlemen. You know, I got perspectives from from all ages, you know, and, and I hope, I really hope our students you know, take time and listen to this podcast and get some understanding, at least from the father's perspective. I'm sure at some point it's going to be some mothers, you know, <laughs> that we're going to do this with and they're going to have their perspective, too. So uh, I thank you, gentlemen. And today is uh, Father's Walk, um, September 21st. So until next time, uh, Rebel Nation podcast. Peace. 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 Peace.